tonight. This is Dawn Rich Lee. She, yeah, you, she is the singer in uh, Cardinal, the band Cardinal Moon. They have a brand new album out that just came out like a few weeks ago. Mm, last week. Last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's titled Come Undone. It's released. It's available everywhere. Uh, you're going to be releasing your very first video or the first video for the album next month. Mm-hmm. And your band is part of the Redwoods Collective, and you've been involved with uh, Alfred Howard's songwriting project since um, the pandemic started, mm-hmm. and you'll have uh, four songs released through that. That's You've been very productive. Mm, thanks. Yes, and you're a mom, too, so you're doing all the things, basically. Yes. I sure am. Busy, busy. It's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So let's, um, let's start. Why don't you tell me about the album? Yeah, so we actually started recording this um, a few years ago, and these are songs that uh, we've been we've been working on for you know a few years. The way that the band works is Al Howard writes all the lyrics mm-hmm. and sends them to me, and then I um, turn them into songs. So we actually started our band about four four and a half years ago. Um, Al was taking a road trip on a greyhound bus because he's crazy like from here to chicago because he doesn't like to fly (laughs) and um he had just uh heard me on like the local radio station and then um you know hit me up on facebook like hey maybe we can you know collaborate and so uh he's like yeah let's try it out i'll send you some lyrics i'm headed out on this greyhound and so he would send me lyrics from the road and I would like turn them into songs, you know, record them on my iPhone and send them back. So it was basically like, you know, putting his journey to music, like giving him the soundtrack to his experience. Yeah. And that's, that's like how we got started. And then um, we formed the band. And then once the, once the guys all got together, um, we started working on new material, you know, slowly over a couple years and then um we had a whole new batch of songs and so i actually we got started um recording the album when i was pregnant with my daughter and um you know so now she's she's two and a half uh you know it took it, it we didn't get to complete all the vocals because i started not being able to sing as yeah. well you know so we waited till after she was born and you know so there was delays there and then uh, we were set to release it this June and of course the pandemic happened. So then we just, you know, put, kept pushing and pushing it and then we're like, we'll just do an online release. And so we, you know, just decided to, to put it out into the world. Um, yeah, just a, a week or so ago. So it's, I mean, it's an awesome album. It's, I feel like there's a song on there for everyone. Um, it's indie, it's like indie rock, but um I feel like every song has, it's, it's pretty eclectic. Our first album is pretty eclectic too, sound, uh, sounding. Um, and yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just a blast. The, all the guys in the band are great. We just have such a fun time making music. And, you know, we've, um, we've, yeah, made, you know, some, some like great fans, you know, that have been following our music. So yeah, that's awesome. That's excellent. And, you know, to take your time, you know, two and a half years or however long it took you. I always think, you know, an album takes as long as it needs to take, you know, there's, I guess, unless you're under a label deadline or something like that, um, that's one thing, but, Mm -hmm. but, you know, take your time and I'm sure everything turned out just as it should have. It did. 
how, um, tell me about what you were doing right before, uh, quarantine started and how did you kind of transition into that? Were you actively working on the album at that time? Cause it sounds like you were, you were kind of few months prior to your releasing it. Right. Yeah. We had finished all the mixes. I'm pretty sure we'd approve, you know, just, just approve like the last mix and maybe it had already been mastered by that point, you know, just kind of in the can waiting, you know, to build up the release. So, um, we had played out like a, a couple shows and, and, um, you know, we, all those, those, those plans put on hold. It was weird having a summer without any, you know, outdoor festivals to play and things like that. It was, yeah. Sad. Totally weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what, um, how did you kind of pivot or change direction, uh, to release online? Were you prepared to do something like that or did you kind of have to wing it or what what were some of the lessons learned from that yeah well it's what I learned was so we have so we're part of the Redwoods Collective Mm -hmm. and so it's a local music label and they do a lot you know for us and for like promotion and you know marketing and things like that which is super helpful Mm -hmm. um and I felt like like all of a sudden we decided, okay, we're going to put it out in a few months. And then it just like happened so fast. And I was like, wait, 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 it's coming out like in a couple of weeks. And, you know, we just hadn't all, we hadn't come together to make a video. Like there was just all these things and okay, well, we'll just make one after the fact. It just have to be done right away. Um, yeah, it was just like more online stuff that, um, that I, that I would have maybe done more, um, like lives or things, you know, kind of building up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like we can still do that. Like I, we were talking about the album right now and it's been out for a couple of weeks and um, you know, I have some other things I, on my YouTube channel. I just made a, um, a video of one of the songs from the album today and going to post that, you know, so just like, it's all about, you know, doing it, doing what you can online from home. And ma- we've been making um, just these like short little video clips Mm-hmm. to the songs and um I've been making some and it's been really fun uh and so we've done some of that yeah anything that's kind of fun content yeah it's definitely that's just what time it is right now is is trying new things and you know just being creative and thankfully you know we're creative people. So yeah, it kind of uh, is an easier process sometimes for us, I think, to make those changes. But the album sounds really, really cool. Um, You also mentioned that you're um, involved in Alfred Howard's songwriting project. Now, this is aside from the album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's that about? So Al is, um, he is like one of the most prolific writers I've ever come across. and, you know, he's the percussionist in our band and also writes all the lyrics. And he basically like got this idea at the beginning of the quarantine that um, he wanted to do like write how we write, where he sends lyrics, you know, to uh, just singer songwriters that he has known over the years. And, and I think he's even reached out to some people he doesn't know to be like, hey, do you want to be, do you want to help me put out a hundred songs in a year, two songs wow. a week? Um, his lyrics, their music. Uh, he's got a, a few local, you know, players that will do the production 
or they'll, I guess, still do the production to where, wherever they are, um, because he's working with artists from all over the country mm-hmm. and, you know, just good to doing everything, um, online. And so, uh, yeah, I, I've done four, I went in, um, into our guitar player, Ian Owen. He is on a lot of Al's, uh, Alfred Howard Wright's project songs. Um, he's an amazing guitar player and he, he, uh, he manages Moe's, um, Moe's guitar shop in La Mesa. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we made like a makeshift studio in there, you know, went in with our masks and everything. And during quarantine, you know, it's like the six feet and, um, and separate rooms and everything. And, you know, then I obviously took off my mask to sing, but, um, yeah, we just knocked out like those four vocals and then he layered some beautiful production on top. And, um, we released two, two of the songs and, and I think, believe we have two more to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so Al's like halfway, almost halfway through the project. So he's released, I think 42 songs or something oh, like that my already. Gosh. Yeah. Two songs a week, every Monday, every Thursday, you can go to Alfred Howard writes and it's like a subscription based thing where, um, you, you know, can pay because mm-hmm. you're supporting an artist and, you know, he, he's paying out all the artists that he's working with. So it's not like he's just keeping it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so if you want to support local artists, you can, you know, so go to uh, Alfred Howard writes and see how you can sign up. And then it, um, two times a week, a new song with a story. And here's like one of the most amazing parts. I don't know if you know much about the project, but his mom, um, moved here a few years ago from the East coast and she's an artist. She's a watercolorist. And so she's painting an original painting for every song. So they're doing this together where, um, you know, they're, they're creating and creating and creating like constantly for this whole year and then, and then sharing it. And he writes incredible, funny, hilarious, like poignant on point, like, um, little short stories, mm-hmm. too, just like reflections on, the times and stuff he's gone through and stuff. So, so it's, it's not only the song, but it's the painting and it's the story. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear more about the songwriting process with him. So if he's developing all of the lyrics and he sends them to you, how does that process then unfold? Is he giving you um, general ideas for melody or, or tidbits, or does he just let you run with it? The most part, the most part, he lets me run with it. Um, sometimes if you hear something, he'll send it and, um, and, and I'll, you know, and I'll, and sometimes it'll end up sounding like what he did and sometimes it won't. Mm-hmm. But uh, like during the pandemic, he actually started this um, before it became a project. Like he was just doing it, I think for a month, every day, posting lyrics and just like on Facebook, like a free for all, anybody who wanted to just take on a song. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching and I was like reading through lyrics and stuff. Um, and I tried like a couple, but didn't love them. But then he posted this one and it was like, I just, I was reading through the lyrics and I just heard it. Like, I was like, Oh, I, this is a song. I hear this. I know exactly what, how this is going to sound, you know? And so I, I wrote that song and it was pretty easy. Like sometimes they jump out at me and other times I just sit down and just play around and then it like emerges, you know, from there. And, 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 and a couple times he has sent me like reference songs. Like I hear this kind of vibe, you know, 
And so that is something we've done too. Wow. And what's the production process for a project like that? If, if everybody's, are you actually going into the studio together? Like you, like you said, um, for all of those, or are some of them more at home cuts or. Yeah. Well, I went into, um, that the, the studio and Mo at Mo's records or guitars, um, and just did all the vocals there, uh, in one day. Um, you know, just using all the nice equipment and everything. So I don't really have a home studio. So we went there and I record all the vocals and then he, you know, just gets on it with, with guitars and, um, and then sends it out, um, you know, to like our, uh, um, our drummer. We have, well, we have, we actually have a song that we released through the project under Cardinal Moon. So one is just like under my name. Cause it's just me and guitar and singing. And, um, and then the other ones like through the band because our band played on it. And so they mm -hmm. just sent out the files and they have more, like better at home studios so they can just do it at their homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how it works. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And is this um, also part of the Redwoods Collective? It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So he's on there. Yeah. Yep. Tell me more about Redwoods Collective. Who all is involved in that? Um, so it was started by the, one of the um, transfer members, Matt Malarius. Um, he and Al started it, um, I don't know, maybe like six years ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, some amazing artists like Bertie Bardot, Rebecca Jade, who I know you've had on here, mm -hmm. um, Midnight Pine, um, us, Jake Nagers on the label. Um, who am I missing? Oh, Danny Bell. Danny Bell and the Tarantist. So it's really cool when I, we were the fifth band to join mm -hmm. and uh, all the other bands had female uh, singers, front women, you know, mm -hmm. um, lead vocalists. And each one of us is so different and I love it. And like it, it's such um yeah, just a really cool music community to be a part of because they um, would put out like, we would do uh, Redwoods reviews shows where it's like, you know, artists from, from the label um, doing like a lineup, like kind of just like a little mini festival or something. Yeah. Um, and everyone's just good, good people. And, you know, it's really diverse. I feel like the music is really diverse. Everybody's got their own sound and mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the past few years they've put together a really cool um, New Year's event. So I think I've done like the past like three or four years doing it, you know, it won't be this year, but maybe next year. So yeah, just, um, there is just a, it's, it's a music collective and they try to just like, you know, get us out into the community and, and it's been really fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you're definitely, you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like very, uh, totally honored and like, um, like a fangirl, you know, I remember our first lineup, we played down at, um, the music box. Mm -hmm. It was the first, our first live sh show as a band in 2016, you know, and seeing everyone there and just like, you know, being a part of it mm -hmm. and just already loving all of them and what they do was so cool. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good, good musicians there. They are. Um, yeah. But there's been a lot in your career that led up to this. Like um, we mentioned, you've been nominated multiple times for San Diego Music Awards. But 
let's back up even further um, and talk a little bit about um, just your musical upbringing a little bit because you started out in on the East Coast and then mm -hmm. transferred out here. How did all of that play out? Yeah, well, I, um, let's see. Um, I didn't really start playing guitar until high school. One, one Christmas I asked for a guitar and my brother asked for one too. And we got one guitar and <laughs> we had to like share it. Um, and he ended up taking the lessons and I was like, just teach me the songs. I just want to like, you know, yeah. I just wanted to learn how to play the songs. And so he did. And I picked it up, you know, pretty quickly. And, um, and so I'd play, I'd, I'd do like little, like open mic kind of things in high school. And then I went to school in New York city. Uh, I went to college in New York city and started like my first little duo band um, with another female. And then uh, we like made our little demo, you know, when some people said, Oh, you do great out in California. And then um, I don't know well, how why, I, ended why that, why do you think they, they suggest when, if you're already in New York city, which is like a music Mecca, what, what do you think was the like reasoning for, I don't know, just a better we, fit. And I think our sound, I think we were yeah. a little like too Jack Johnson-y for the city. Okay. You know what I mean? okay. It was like mellow vibes. Yeah. yeah. You need Not to go like, where all the hippies are. Come on. Yeah. 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 So, um, okay. that's what I did. And, um, she didn't come. So I came out here and, uh, and then this guy, I don't know if you ever went to or heard about the green room at twigs. Um, it's in university Heights. Yeah. I've heard of it. I haven't mm -hmm. been there though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like, you know, um, around 2005, it was when I first did my first open mic. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like absolutely terrifying. And, but it, uh, it was one of the coolest nights ever. I mean, I thought I was, you know, I, I'm sure every artist has this. Well, a lot of them do, you know, you just feel like you're not going to make it to the stage because you're going to be sick or something. Like, yeah. like I had total stage fright for years, like for years and years, like where I like couldn't feel my fingers. Like I don't, I would get off stage and like not even remember like how did that even happen like I would just I would get very very scared and um I don't know do you know Johnny Chickalella mm -mm. you know him he is um he ran that green room for years um and he ran that open mic with Tim Mudd who was the host and Johnny was from Jersey and, uh, after, after I got off the stage that very first time I did two songs, I think one was a cover and one that I wrote and the host, Tim Mudd said, Johnny wants to see you outside. And I like, I'm like, who's Johnny? I don't know. This is my first time here. And, um, Johnny was like, Hey kid, like that was pretty good. Like you want to come back and do 30 minutes, like do a 30 minute set. I'm like 30 minutes. <laughs> what? No, me? I can't, you know, it just was like, I could barely get through like seven minutes. But, um, anyway, I, I said, I said, yes. And I said, well, I need time, you know? So I, I think I took like, oh, maybe only like a month or so. And then, um, put a little set together and then invited all my friends and family. And, um, uh, and then, you know, was terrified again, but I did it and got through it. And then I just kept doing it. And I, she just, he just kept booking me and I just, you know, kept getting more and more confidence. And, um, yeah, 
yeah, getting my feet wet. So I, I was down in that scene for like years doing that and meeting some like incredible musicians along the way. And um, we just had our little community and I was just learning and growing and, you know, making music, making albums and just loving it. And so grateful for the, the San Diego um, singer songwriter community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're lucky to have you. Uh, that's, you. Uh, that's uh, surprises me to hear about the um, stage fright thing. And I'm always so like uh, interested in the psychology behind stage fright because mm-hmm. so many people have a story like that. And I think it's so funny how, what, what that little thing, that sick twisted thing in our head is that compels us to put ourselves through that over and over again. You know, do you really love music that much? Do you really love singing that much that you want to like put that emotional strain on your body? It's just, it's such a twisted thing. (laughs) Well, I see it. I honestly see it as like a healing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like my story is, you know, I was like very extroverted as a kid. I went through those like tough, um, middle school years and I had a bunch of like personal things happen at that time. And I just like built a wall, like, you know, just like the armor, like, you know, when you, so I, I started like shutting down and like being scared to express myself that I would be made fun of or not accepted or, you know, all these things. It was like, I went from a private school to a public school in the same month that in sixth grade, beginning of middle school, that my parents got divorced And it was like, back then it was such a big deal, you know, divorce, everything. So it was like, I just, I just changed. I just really changed, but it was like always an internal, like, um, passion to be able to sing and play music. And it was like, um, it just, it took, it took many years for those walls to come down that had been built. You know, we try, we try to protect ourselves and it's like, I'm, I still feel like I'm working through some of that and healing some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's definitely the key with, with that kind of like performance anxiety is it's just, I I feel like after doing this for 25 years or so, I still have that, I still have that nervous energy, but it's never, um, I shouldn't say never, but it's rarely a negative energy Mm -hmm. that I feel. It just is, it's just that adrenaline surge. And I, I I hope that it never goes away. You know, it's, and I think, it, like you said, it's really shifting the mindset around it into, you know, making it a positive and the mm-hmm. fact that it was healing for you is so cool. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how were you guys playing out a ton before COVID or just a little? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'd say pretty regularly. Yeah. It wasn't like a ton, but it was pretty regularly. And, um, yeah, we had played some really cool venues and, um, it's just such a joy. Like, I just love playing with the band so much, It's you know, the whole thing. I mean, maybe just being a solo artist and I had, I had a band that I would play with too, but here and there, um, but, you know, being a solo artist for so long and then being a part of a band that collaborative experience and like, just the guys are like, awesome and brothers and we just have so much fun and um and get to check out cool venues and meet great people you know um so yeah it's like a whole thing that um that I miss and my you know my daughter like I played 
we played a show. I think my last show, I was like six or seven months pregnant with Naya. Mm-hmm. And we were out in the desert at Pappy and Harriet's um, out in Joshua Tree. If you've never been there, it's like, have you been there? No. Like, you should go there sometime when it opens back up. Yeah. Um, it's this like legendary um, little desert venue that's like a saloon, old saloon. And it just gets packed. Like you you can't even believe how many cars. I mean, I remember pulling up there and just like a big dirt parking lot. Um, But some like mega stars have gone through there. Paul McCartney did a little set there a couple of years ago. And it just has like a neat vibe. It's been there forever. And so we got to do that. I don't care how pregnant I am. Like I'm going, you know? (laughs) So um, yeah, that was like, that was a cool one. And then it was neat to, um, you know, start bringing her, I think, my my first gig back um was art walk she was born in february and that and that first gig back was in april mm-hmm. so you know i gave myself a few months and then uh had yeah and she, it's just so great seeing her at the the shows and stuff like that so that's been like just a huge added bonus and something that i always envisioned mm-hmm. like i always wanted you know to have a family and see see little ones out there rocking mm-hmm. out yeah. No. Yeah. I, I've talked a lot with the singers that come on here that are parents and it's really cool to see how everyone's done it differently. Everybody has handled it and managed it differently. Um, I love to hear that you were performing seven and a half months pregnant and I did the same thing. I, mm-hmm. I, I was, in fact, I think I was eight and a half months pregnant with my second wow. daughter and it seemed so crazy at the time to be doing it and then to come back so quickly after having a child and having them backstage, you know, being yeah. watched backstage and just uh, being a new mom in the circus that all of that is of, you know, trying to like um, either cover childcare or, you know, I mean, I was nursing both of them at the same mm-hmm. time, so mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, how uh, does she come? You said she does come to the shows. Yeah, she does. My mom, I'm, I'm lucky enough. My mom lives mm-hmm. here in San Diego. My sister too. Um, my mom was like huge and instrumental in um, helping me with Naya after she was born and bringing her to shows. And we did this like video thing. She came and brought her and I was still nursing, mm-hmm. um, as well. And she would not take a bottle. She would like not take a bottle. So I couldn't leave her. So I have to bring her <laughs> and like, yeah, during a intermission or something, we'll go in the green room. There's my mom. You'll just pass me the baby. And the guys are like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Trying to drink but, you with a, a tablecloth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just gotta do what you gotta do, you know. And yeah. it's fun. It's like this was fun. You just you just make it work. You know, it's tiring as hell. So tired, but it's like I'm only having one, so I just soaked it all in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think other moms have to hear that. Have to hear that it is you know it is doable, but um, it is it's a crazy, crazy, crazy time. We were doing, um, well, we do like corporate events and things like that, but the shows are four hours long. So when you're a nursing mom, you can't go four hours on stage. And so we'd play an hour 
I'd run off stage for the 15 minutes, go into some kind of like public restroom where there's other people using the bathroom. I'm like drenched in sweat from the stage and I'm in there pumping. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I mean, what a great memory. (laughs) Yeah. I'd never, there's no chance I'd ever do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Make it work. Yeah, you do. You really do make it work. Act on it and laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what is, what's coming up for you next? I mean, I know that there's so many kind of like unknown factors going into next year, but are you all making plans for shows or are you just going to keep with the writing process? Yeah, we're just going to keep with the writing process. No plans for shows yet. Um, definitely going to start writing a bit more and then, and then also just I would like to just um, keep sharing the album in different ways. You know, um, I, I'd love to just kind of have this material, just get it out as much as possible to have it be heard, you know? So I'm going to just like, I, I would like to make more acoustic videos of the songs, you know, from the album. Um, and I still have, a, um, I think I still have an opportunity to write a song or two for Al's project. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's all you know, full to a hundred, even if he is like, he could probably keep going. So I've got some lyrics that he has sent me that, um, I've been working on. And then the guys, I mean, they'll send, um, texts every once in a while, like let's work on some stuff, you know, together. So I think that we will, yeah, I'll just Mm -hmm. be working on new material and, um, and yeah, just kind of getting creative with how we share the material that we, that we just put out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's becoming more and more commonplace for artists to, uh, release singles, even if they have mm-hmm. full albums worth of stuff. Had you ever considered doing that or were you set on releasing the whole album at once? Well, we did, we actually did release singles. We did a, for the three weeks, um, uh, leading up to it, we released a single a week. So I didn't mention that. I forgot. I forgot about that. So we did do that. Um, so it was a single a week. Yeah. For the three weeks. And then on the fourth week we released the album. Okay. And so you've got a video coming out next month. Mm -hmm. Um, what should we expect from that? Just something cool and local and outside somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Marissa Mortati, she's awesome. She works for the Redwoods and she films a lot of the videos and, uh, she does a lot of the online like social media stuff. Um, she's great. So we'll be working with her. She's going to, you know, put it all together. Um, and yeah, I, I, uh, you can follow us on social media for updates on when that's coming. Yeah. Well, where would you want somebody to start with your music? Is it with the new album and is there a particular song from the album? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, the new album definitely is uh, "Come Undone," this which is the title track. It's um, it's total ballad. It's like a big, big song. It's long, but it's really beautiful and really meaningful. And just um, yeah, I, I I love the way that it turned out. Um, so that's one. And uh, "Come Undone," and then there's a song called "Language of Glass," which is one of my favorites from there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's, 
it's ha- definitely this album has more energy and is like more like just rocking our first albums really sort of like mellow kind of like Mazzy star Portis head well, not really Portis head but yeah just kind of mellow so if, if that's more someone's style I feel like um they can check out our first album yeah tell me yeah. again who the, what the band lineup is so we have um Al plays percussion and and I if you ever seen him play live before because he's like um he's he's like a big part of the performance he's got um he sits at this like old table and just has all these like makeshift percussive instruments like he's got this like saw and these chains and everything's like duct taped and he's just this stuff that come he brings his big heavy suitcase and it's just instruments that he's been making for years and um and he plays like an old radio as well like the like the frequency i don't i don't know but um Anyway, so that's cool and just like really fun live. Um, and then we have Matt LaBarber, who's on the bass. Maddie's great. He's been around forever. He's a music teacher. He's just like, he just released a um, solo album, his first ever, and just a just a great guy. And then Ian Owen is on guitar. Mm-hmm. And Ian's another like local legend. He's in like a bunch of the um, Redwoods bands. Um, so he does guitar for a lot of, a lot of bands and he's a music teacher as well and really great guy. And then, um, Pete Williams is our drummer. And this is something too, I, I didn't share before, but we had another drummer who moved to San Francisco and we had already recorded the album with him. And we actually went in and re-recorded the drums with the new, with the new drummer, um, because, <laughs> They're different drummers and it was like a different vibe. And for us moving forward, we just felt like, you know, him being a part of the band is a pretty, pretty big thing. You know, it's like one fifth and we wanted him like represented. So we went back and we had a house concert at my mom's house in the backyard to raise money for, to go back into the studio to record the new drums. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pete is awesome and he did an incredible job on the album and we're, you know, we're glad we went and did that. I mean, we missed Dylan and Dylan was like, uh, Dylan Jones, he was instrumental in like, um, like creating the songs, mm-hmm. you know, when we would just like go into the studio and kind of figure them out as a band. Um, and we, you know, we miss him and, but he's off to greener San Francisco pastures. So, <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. um, I want to hear about the fundraising through house concerts. Yeah. How does that work? Well, um, you, you just invite a lot of friends over to your house and my mom, we did it in my mom's backyard, but I've done a bunch of, uh, house shows over the years. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, really intimate way to, you know, connect with people. And, um, you know, some people are like super into it and like how, you know, inside they'll create like a whole listening room. Most of them have been like backyard concerts and yeah, you just go set up and then, um, you know, have, have like a suggested donation or just, um, or, you know, just say it's like a ticket and tickets are X amount. And then, um, yeah, people have just been really generous and we, we, we were able to make what we needed in one night doing that. So it's a great idea, you know, when when things kind of get back, uh, to normal, it's a great way. People feel good about supporting you and, you know, they get like this intimate experience. So 
It really is a really cool experience. It's just having the smaller groups and, and that may be, you know, a more common thing going back because it is yeah. a, you know, smaller group of people coming right. together generally, but um, it is, it's so cool when you can pull a small group like that together and mm-hmm. uh, the food and drinks and just all the yeah. easygoing stuff. I love it. Very yeah. cool.